Now, for something completely different, here is your host, Brian Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all sexes, and a special welcome to everyone coming to Washington for the Leather Underwear Festival in DuPont Circle. Welcome to the Kamala Harris Word Salad episode of The Two and Only, our weekly glide down the razor blade of life from just outside the logic-free zone of our nation's capital. Brian Wilson's my name. You know who you are. And joining me once again with minimum protest is our celebrity guest, the persistent inquisitor and relentless investigative journalist for the New York Post, best-selling author, including his newly released Last Rights, The Death of American Liberty, already number one on Amazon's human rights rankings. And now, just in, the official loser of the 2023 Burma Shave Roadside Kabuki Signs Contest. Let's have a volcanic welcome for James Bovard. Welcome, Jim. Brian, thanks for another great intro. So are the tickets still on sale for that leather underwear festival? You know, I really uh, I really don't know. I guess you can go to Ticketron or possibly uh, Victoria's Secret to, to see whether that's still out there. Or Bass Pro. Maybe they probably have a few left. I... Uh, Bass Pro is a better bet than Victoria's Secret. I think that uh, DuPont Circle fashions are a little bit edgy for uh, Victoria's Secret. Plus, they... No, I won't. no, I shouldn't make that joke even on a Brian Wilson podcast. Well, especially at this time of year, I suspect you're probably right. I, I know they have some interesting camo lines that uh, that would be exciting for some. I, I unfortunately will not be able to make it. I'm heterosexually barred from participation. But DuPont Circle, a, a great uh, great place to visit if you don't want to live there. I, uh, it has changed uh, since your last time in the uh, D.C. area. It's it's in some ways it's more balanced and other ways it's more weird. <laughs> How can you achieve both extremes? Oh, um, I can send you pictures. No, 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 no. That's, that's quite all right. You never can tell who may be riffling through your email these days, but uh, nevertheless, I'm glad you could tear yourself away from the uh, predictable tsunami of talk shows, having you on to discuss last rights. It's uh, good to see you're getting around the country uh, real well. I'm hoping that um, thanks. I, I sent a note up to uh, Stephen Moore. Remember Stephen? Um, well, yeah, Stephen Moore was, uh, he was very tight with Julian Simon, a really great economist and uh, basically a philosopher as well. So he yeah. was, uh, maybe he was uh, Stephen Moore's mentor early on. I don't know. I don't know. I never discussed that with him. I, I know he and I met for the first time, literally bumping into him uh, at the Cato Institute before they moved to their glass menagerie uh ah uh, yes those were the days back when they were uh, a, a libertarian institute i'll shut up <laughs> yeah then uh and now he's got his shingle hanging all over the place he's over at heritage he's at uh the americans for prosperity he's um he shows up with larry kudlow uh, quite a bit and i was listening to i caught his his visit there the other day and i thought you know he would be um he'd be a great guy to chat to because he's got his own talk show now uh, does he? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, he's uh, he's up. He, amazingly enough, he's at my alma mater, WABC. I'll forward you his uh, his contact information. But uh, I sent him a note saying I know that he's economically oriented, but there's certainly enough in last rights to get wrapped around somebody that's got a dollar sign and decimal point. Not to mention just the outright lying and BS that goes on about our national debt and inflation and uh, Bidenomics and all the rest. So. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I haven't gotten a response from him yet. I just sent it out this morning, uh, but I'll uh, I'll keep you posted if he doesn't get in touch with you first. But uh, it is like I say, it's nice to see you getting around. Anybody who wants to uh, to get a, a an eyeful of the way Last Rice is being received, just pop on over to jimbovard.com, 
and uh, read all about it. But anyway, it's uh, it's good to have you, of course, as usual. I, I, I'll bet without listening that um, many of my talk radio colleagues don't manufacture introductions like you have here, but uh, despite your... Uh, it's the your... gold standard, the Brian Wilson gold standard. <laughs> despite a uh, busy schedule of uh, dealing with your adoring public, you've also managed to bang out a couple of broadsides against the machine. Last time we took a closer look at is free speech a relic in America. And as I mentioned, I, uh, not to you, but not to the audience, I, I, there's a Substack article I wrote about the reality of that very thing with a few examples of uh, what only uh, what is only spoken at the risk of ostracism or one of both types of termination. You wrote um, uh, government equals truth uh, is the premise for the Biden censorship regime. I added to that the primary goal of the deep state caucus. And lo do you know, all along comes truth is the biggest threat to democracy. And you uh, most easily could uh, fetch that over at, over at uh, jimbovard.com. That, that line, threat to our democracy, I really love that. I mean, it's parroted around the uh, mainstream media. Anytime some public event challenges the current government-endorsed narrative. Uh, but I often wondered whether or not any of the people who say that stop and think that we we don't have a democracy. You know, we've uh, never were supposed to have a democracy. We're supposed to have a republic. But then you came up with impunity democracy, which I think is probably even more accurate than the historical reference to us being a republic. Yeah, it's it, it's hard to um, find the proper uh, terms that would not uh, that, that people could un that as many people as possible could understand as quickly as possible yeah because um yeah it's it's certainly true that the america was founded as a republic and there's lots of people that were howling at my uh book titled 2006 attention deficit democracy yeah. no no that's it's not a democracy and yeah well fine if you want to be uh you know strictly accurate that's true but um but the emphasis is on attention deficit. Not on if, well, on the, uh, yeah, and, and, and more importantly, alliteration. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a, that's always important, especially when you, anybody writing or reading. But I, I don't know. That's a great point. What could you call the current status of American governance since it's not a republic, it's not a democracy? I guess tyranny sounds too severe. I guess that's too um, much of a commitment. It sounds biased. It sounds yeah. biased. And sounds I've always biased. worked really hard to trying to maintain an aura of objectivity. That's true. Well, as a matter of fact, Fox got the line fair and balanced from Jim Bovard. Not a lot of people know <laughs> that. <laughs> it, it fits them as well as it fits me. Yeah. <laughs> and kleptocracy, well, that's just too pointy. Oh, that's, uh, that's a great word, government of thieves, kleptocracy. Yeah. But here again, I mean, uh, you know, it's a word that you, you have to explain to the large majority of listeners. Yeah. Yeah. How about idiocracy? I suppose we could go with that. That might be a little too condescending. Uh, I've used absurdistan, but that's too Mideastern. So that, uh, that's not going to make it. It's not like garbage stands, some of those former <laughs> republics. Yeah. But, you know, I, the, in uh, getting back to uh, truth is the biggest threat to democracy, you start off citing the uh, nearly forgotten case of Jack Teixeira. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's what the. I have AP... no idea. Don't ask me. I'm just a writer. You're the uh, broadcast guy. Well, the the AP pronouncing guide was the one who tipped me off to that. Okay. The, uh, yeah, they've got that. They, I don't know if people know that the, the AP actually produces a pronouncing guide for all of the blow-dried set that are on TV who don't know how to pronounce things like Chapatulis or uh, Wachita 
or Pointe de la Hotch or some of those Kunas names down South Louisiana and even something like Teixeira. I, I don't know the nationality or the lineage of the name, but uh, more importantly, that's that apparently the way it's uh, phonetically comes out. Uh, for those of you who uh, who have forgotten or didn't catch the uh, brief treatment that he received, he was an Air National Guardsman up in Massachusetts who got arrested and charged with publishing top secret Pentagon documents on social media. I thought that besides uh, interesting how that story so quickly rotated out of the mainstream media's A blocks, I, I was wondering if you thought after uh, after reviewing his situation, do you think the content of what was leaked? makes him look more like Edward Snowden and Julian Assange rather than Benedict Arnold and Axis Sally? Uh, it's an either-or question, right? Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. I don't know what his intent was. I mean, there, there was a lot of uh, uncertainty and uh, controversy about that. Um, I don't know if he was trying to help help wake up Americans to how they're being misgoverned and misled on the uh, foreign policy. Uh, or it may have been he was just kind of sharing stuff with a uh, Discord gaming group. So um, I, I don't know what his motives were, but I think it's a huge boost for Ameri for self-government in this country to see honest evaluations that let Americans know that what the uh, Biden administration, the Pentagon, the State Department have been saying about foreign policy is just a complete crock of uh, BS. Yeah, I um, that re something I was going to bring up later, but uh, this is appropriate. The uh, this morning, listening to uh, Fox News, um, what do they call it? Flash briefing. The announcer uh, reported on uh, Colorado Supreme robes erasing Donald Trump from the coming presidential primary ballot, and uh, the uh, the news reader was bellowing the uh, Trump quote: "It's a sad day in America." Well, I didn't read the quote of the story or anything he put up on his truth. Uh, uh, website, whatever. But I, I, I kind of take a a, a different uh, perspective, especially from our conversations. I would think that exposing government's in-your-face lies and unconstitutional actions and so on are reasons to celebrate the ripping off of the camo that the mainstream media and the government's perpetuating at the expense of liberty and providing a a clear view for the public to see the extent of their transgressions. Don't you think? Uh, it's good if people catch on to the rascality by which they're being governed and uh, fleeced in many cases. Uh, so, no, I mean, that's a positive, uh, positive result. It's funny to hear the um, to hear the sparks flying on the uh, on that Colorado decision. It sounded like that they were pulling it out of somewhere pretty low. And I'm not sure exactly where. Mm, dark, dark places, dark places. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. Where the sun yeah. doesn't shine, very rarely, uh, except during certain doctoral visits. But I do think that the uh, the fact that the Supreme Court in Colorado is is all Democratic, all appointed. The governor's Democratic. The AG is Democrat, and someone had uh, some government elected official. I, it might have been Mike Lee. Um, I can't recall for attribution, but whoever it was said, when you can't win cheat uh which seems to be the type of thing that's going on here they say that he's off the ballot because he was um he committed uh, an insurrection led an insurrection uh, was convicted of insurrection but none of that's taken place even the uh, fair and balanced jack smith hasn't charged him with insurrection so the fact that colorado supreme robes would say that's the basis for removing him from the ballot seems to be uh pretty uh pretty obnoxious if nothing else and whether or not the supreme robes 
there in Washington take it up, I would think that that would almost be obligatory on their part. Yeah, I, I think that's going to happen. I mean, it, it's pretty strange when you can uh, um, bar a former president from a uh, bar him from an election based on accusation, which again he's not been convicted on, and uh, I don't know where it stops if you uh, start with that premise, uh, because pretty soon you can politicians could be banned from the uh, running for office because they were considered extreme. And why, and why would they be considered extreme? Because they dislike the incumbents. Uh, you know, this is, it's a very risky direction to go in and it's not going to have a happy ending. No, well, probably not for the Colorado Supreme court. It would seem to me that, you know, they're, they're, they're using for their basis uh, for the basis for the decisions are, are things that have, that have never actually transpired. They're not really matters of fact. And once you get away from the rule of law, you're instant. There's no, Whatever the what's ever in that moat that surrounds the rule of law is filled with an awful lot of nasty stuff, and you're going to fall in one way or the other. You wrote in the piece on uh, the biggest threat to democracy uh, that a hefty Washington Post piece last Wednesday vividly portrays U.S. government officials rushing to plug the hole in the dike before the leak swept away conventional wisdom. So it was the truth of what was leaked that got the Pentagon's government-issued boxers in a wad? Isn't that pretty much the case? Uh, that was why the leaks caused so much trouble, because if if the uh, uh, if the and confidential documents had been full of poppycock, then the uh, you know, then people would have scoffed at them and said, well, you had some dumb bureaucrats there who were kind of swinging wild and missed. Well, what you had is some is these documents that made very accurate predictions on what would happen with the uh, Ukraine military, their spring, then summer offensive against the uh, Russian army. And it was predicted to be basically a complete failure, if not a disaster. That came to pass after the leak. Uh, and so there was no forgiveness for the leaker. Yeah, well, that's why that's why I thought about uh, Snowden and and uh, Assange and and uh, some of the other folks that have been uh, have gotten the, you know pretty much the same treatment. Um, but as you pointed out, it was it was uh, it was it wasn't just here in this kind. It was an international uproar because everybody was exposed to, to lying about how great things were going in Ukraine. Yep, and they still are, though people aren't paying as much attention. And but the it's becoming a lot more difficult to maintain some of those fictions. Yeah, well, I heard this morning that, uh, or at least it was reported somewhere, that that Vladimir Putin, the evilest, most hated, untrustworthy individual in the entire known universe, is now ready to begin peace talks with Ukraine. I'll be interesting to see what the response to that is, especially since the United States voted down that effort in the United Nations Security Council, vetoed that little effort. I I wonder if they if they don't want to call an end to this laundry that's uh, going on there. That really, that really is the uh, got to keep that got to keep that thing going. Well, uh, the president of Ukraine is talking about calling up another five hundred thousand troops, and so he would basically. I mean, the uh, the, the government of Ukraine is already blocking sixty year old men from leaving the country in case the government needs them for cannon fodder. And now maybe I guess the president of Ukraine is going to do that for women as well, or I don't know. I, I mean, they've had horrendous losses. Um, and the uh, U.S. military has been pushing them to do these, uh, from what I've read, U.S. military has been pushing them to do these frontal assaults that are just like doing a pickets charge every day. Um, and uh, 
but it's important to keep that up because otherwise the the um, politicians there would not get more kickbacks from the U.S. government. Right, right. Because right. it's it's one of the most corrupt nations in the world. It has been for decades, and uh, there have been a number of urges in the last year and a half by the uh, Ukraine government of corrupt government officials, but it probably hasn't gone high enough. Well, apparently not. But I can just hear that thing out on the front line. Gentlemen, start your walkers. How oh, they're going to get go. That's a good line, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's sad because um, there, there were uh, reports a couple of weeks ago that indicated that the, the government of Ukraine and Russia uh, wanted to have peace talks early on, early last year, uh, right around the time the fighting started. U.S. government has been strongly opposed to uh, peace talks, strongly opposed to a, uh, a settlement of this conflict. And it's, it's you know, nobody's going to win. It's a complete disaster for both sides. Uh, but the uh, it's worked out well for a lot of the military contractors here. So, yeah, well, that's... Let's make sure we put the emphasis on the right syllable. I have to say, though, that uh, with the article that you wrote, especially ripping on the WAPO so precisely and on so many points, it started me thinking that maybe the New York Times is no longer the nation's newspaper of record. Huh, that's interesting. Um, New York Times has had some good pieces. They've had some folks that did some pretty solid uh analysis they've had an awful lot of kowtowing as well um i um i think the washington post might have been more fervent in favor of the uh, ukraine war i'm not sure um i actually don't follow either one of them really closely at this point because um i have enough um you know uh hokum in my life well you know you pointed out washington post readers are the cream of the intellectual crop according to washington post readers it's like saying that Joe Biden's the smartest man in the room as long as he's the only man in the room. But the response, apparently, to the article uh, wasn't all that they may have expected. Ah, yeah, it was It was a funny response. I think there were uh, hundreds of responses. And it, it's possible to take a look and see which, which comments were the most liked. And uh, what struck me was, among those comments, there was no anger uh, about the uh, Biden administration lying to the American public about uh, how things are going with the Ukraine war, because all this uh, Pollyannish type stuff, uh, the the uh, leaks uh, blew that to pieces. But but the anger wasn't against the lying. It was against the leaker. And it's like, you know, that the that uh, that the only sin that, that is unforgivable is telling the truth. Well, I think that the upside to the whole thing is your article examining their article and again, exposing you know the inconsistencies, the lies, the real reason why everyone got their panties in a wad over the so-called leaking of this information, when in fact the information contained in the leak merely emphasized the accuracy uh, rather than supporting the national narrative that the military and the government and the mainstream media seem so uh, dedicated to preserving. But I think for uh, for everyone listening and who uh, who follows the things that we write, it's it's kind of like last rites, the death of American liberty. Everyone had 10 years to consider your lost rights, the destruction of American liberty, published in 1994. Now they can see how far uh, America has gone down the tubes to the point of last rights. 
And maybe that compare and contrast will be the proverbial wake-up call we've heard so much about. Huh, yeah, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair on that one. So, well, uh, you know, there are some folks are waking up, and it's great. Some folks are recognizing the uh, frauds by which they've been governed and the uh, frauds by which the government has wrecked their currency or their paycheck. Uh, and um, that's a step in the right direction. Every person, every, uh, you know, cadre that, that realizes, okay, you know, there was a con here. There is potential uh, that there will be enough of a pushback against government abuses to limit the power of government. Well, I uh, and I would like to think that there are little twinklings of that uh, around. I'm sure that next year, with a run-up to a presidential election, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for people to push back or push back on the pushback. Or, and I think that uh, I think the the mainstream media, uh, in particular, being surrounded by the alt media, the alternative media, and articles you know, such that you get published in the Post and these other sources, are starting to have an effect uh, that they don't have the uh, they don't have all the cover that they used to have when the monopoly on the media was uh, was so intact. And uh, like I say, it'll just be nothing but interesting to see uh, to see what's going on. Speaking of interesting. Um, while uh, your holiday time is running out uh, for shopping, uh, it's pretty much doing the same thing here as far as getting our butts out of the way. But uh, you can punch up uh, jimbovar.com for a link to the Amazon order page and uh, order your case uh, full of last rites, the Death of American Liberty. It comes in three delicious flavors, the Kindle soft cover and hard cover. So take your pick, whichever is the most expedient, and get on with it. That would be my advice. Of course, as I've said last time, you can always hit the gold standard of gift giving and uh, pick up a copy of 50 Stories, 50 Years in Radio, get yourself a subscription to Subscap. No, Subscap. That's good. I'm a professional announcer. Get yourself <laughs> a subscription to Brian Wilson Writes over at Subscap. I'm going to say that forever now, .com. And, uh, and you'll be reading a lot better than I'm speaking. For uh, Jim Bovard, Brian Wilson, uh, and the rest of the gang of rabble risers we have around here, have yourselves a Merry Christmas. Hope you get the uh, the BB gun, the pony, the Betsy Wetsy doll, and of course a copy of Last Rites.